Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Lara, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Lara, which you can find at talesoflara.com, the Tales of Lara on Instagram, and today we are back with our own little celebration of International Female Orgasm Day, the sexiest, um, unsexiest commercials ever, and why sex smells so good. Let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. And today I'm here with my favorite voice, Alex and Balish. Well, hello. hello. Hi. Good oh, you're back. Oh, thank yeah, you for coming. We missed you. Thank you for coming. This time, isn't it? Is it the seventh? It, this is the seventh. This is the seventh and, time. Uh, and, and on the seventh incredible. day, God rested, but we're not. So. <laughs> I mean, it is Sunday, and we're at Pussy Church. Well, we're, oh, yeah. we're in church. We're in church on Sunday, we're so we did all everything right. The seven times in church. It's, uh, it's a beautiful day in August. Being good people. <laughs> You know, there's here, yeah. some some worship for sure is going to happen today. Um, but I'm so glad that you guys are here again. It's always such a pleasure um, to chat with you. And today, well, we have like a full show, but um, we always start with what's new. Oh, no. First of all, our prayers. Blessed be the pussy. He has risen. May she open to your touch. Amen. 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 <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, we always start with what's <laughs> beautiful. We always start with what's new. And I wanted to talk to you guys really quickly. Last week we had a tantra teacher um, on the show, or I did. Really, we, me and me. <laughs> we. Well, I'm glad the, we're such a part of this. So the royal we. Yeah, we had it on the, her on the podcast. You were not there, but she was there. Um, she, and her name is Diana Richardson, and everybody should go and check out that show because I think it was a really interesting, different perspective on sexuality. Um, but I got like funny feedback. Um, so she was on, and we talked a lot about like really slow sex, right? Mindful sex, um, tantra mm-hmm. practices, where it's very much about being emotionally connected and going extremely slow. And where it's not goal-oriented sex, right? So it's not about orgasming at all. It's more about the connection and slowly um, getting closer to each other, physically speaking. And then also, obviously, mm-hmm. emotionally. But so I thought that the show was so interesting and she brought up so many points that we like forget about or we don't even conceive as like an okay thing, right? If we are both are like, oh, nobody has to come today. What, is, what kind of freedom does that give you? you know, within mm. that evening or that day that you're spending together. Um, but then I got some, I got some feedback and like one, one guy was like, Hey, this is so interesting. And like, I'm thank you for like the change of pace and like all this different input and stuff. And then somebody else wrote me and he's like, I just feel like this is so fake. Um, I just don't believe that you actually believe that this could be good sex. So interesting, you know, like what, what kind of came. Really? Yeah, isn't that interesting? I was like, oh, strange. That like, person must have never connected with someone. Yeah, that seems very disconnected from everything. But again, I do think it boils down to uh, everything that's going on, you know, like mm. um, we, we're going to talk later about <laughs> sex and commercials. So I think we're going to cover a little bit about how that is kind of yeah interconnected with that thing but um 
I, this is this seems it seems very dull to say why well, you don't believe that that's good sex that's just dull it's so, just strange well, maybe you know you because maybe you're because, limited in that way that's a sad thing maybe that for yeah, the person it's not unfortunate i'm sorry my guy i'm sorry for that. you my guy but uh maybe no, it's I just, a gal I just wonder, yeah, it's a guy. Well, I just wonder because I thought it was also interesting because there's obviously, I'm a very sexual person and this podcast is a sex podcast and we talk about squirting and like (laughs) fucking and like hooking up and like being in a relationship and trying to figure out that part and vulnerabilities. But I think it is important to kind of see the different spectrum of it, right? Like sex as, as, as it's told to us what it's supposed to be and who we are supposed to be, that's not all it is, right? It's interesting to see how people have done it for, like, I mean, Tantra is a thousands of years old practice where people try to connect spiritually and emotionally to a partner. And I think it's not to be said that that's the only way you can have sex, but to actually bring that into your mind and to be like, oh, there's also a different way of approaching it, I think is interesting. But isn't it is kind of like the the problem that people see everything as like so final, like this is the final form of it. This is yeah. like coming is the final form. That's the highest practice in goal has the goal. And I'm putting that under air quotes because it, it, it it's not necessary like that. Sometimes I get way more joy out of it if I get a girl to come and oh, I'm like absolutely. and I'm literally like, yeah, well, what whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? And because because that's Actually, also fulfilling and even and even if it's just a dance. Just the yes. dance is sometimes so hot and sometimes I I fell asleep at the like it's not that long ago where I fell asleep after the dance, you know, like it got all hot and <laughs> both fell asleep. Still was good sex, if you know what I mean. Of yes, course. I know exactly what you mean. And I think this is what we I... And I even know it with like myself because I was thinking about it. I was like I really like to come <laughs> right so it's not like i don't like that but it's i think if, if there's a if if this is not the goal and the pressure is taking off you might just still you'll probably come anyways but to just shift your focus a little bit and try something new with your partner i think is always worthwhile yeah absolutely definitely. and like you said the goal not being to come gives you so much freedom and yeah. i i really enjoy the journey like i am not purely goal oriented but like you said of course i like to come but i really really like the way i get there and i enjoy the yeah. way i get there and like not not purely to it's it, it's a marathon not a sprint totally. and i just enjoy a marathon much more yeah yeah and i think as long as we're not i mean much more of course there's sprints and they're fun and like you know yeah you, you have a quick <laughs> here and there and they're hot and they're they're they can be emotional too but it's just a different type of emotion but when you're close to someone like tantra means it's supposed to be and taking it slow that that can be that can be amazing sex and it is amazing sex to me and i really enjoyed that it's very connected journey too it's very connected too it's just focusing on the person the sensation and other everything that's happening and taking in like everything taking in everything and it is scary sometimes you know it's scary sometimes i think especially if we're not really practiced in doing that if you alone alone when you look into somebody's eyes like wow you know like really look and see the person being inside of them like you always say yeah. while being yeah. inside Craziness of them of looking deep them, into yeah. them like focusing on what you see what's going on in their eyes behind their eyes in their face how they look how they react to you to your movement and if you really take that in that that is a different type of connection 
It really and one is. one I really enjoy. And it's it obviously requires, you know, vulnerability. It requires being there with a partner. It requires being, like, feeling safe. So this mm-hmm. is not, you know, you're probably not going to do a tantra with, like, the person you pick up at the bar. It's fine. You know what I mean? True. True. <laughs> I mean, try, but. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you know, you can do your own thing. But I just think, um, yeah, for everybody, check out that episode um, and let let us know what you think. I would like to hear a little bit more what that triggers in people's minds, you know, um, mm-hmm. to think about sex in a different way. And now we're going to go to the gospel. the gospel the gospel gospel is sex news and i wanted us to do a quick little thing so last week was the international female orgasm day completely (laughs) overlooked (laughs) in all aspects (laughs) it was actually last sunday but um last sunday the tantra teacher was on so this sunday we're gonna talk about it just for a second until we go on to more news but I wanted to say that this holiday is obviously very important. Very, um, <laughs> very much so. And it was very actually, um, it was started in Brazil, but now, you know, <laughs> of course it a was. lot of countries have been <laughs> taking course. it on. Of course. Um, but so I thought it was kind of interesting because I wanted to look into this little orgasm test that we can do together. Ooh, okay. And orgasm this this test, test actually okay. is also about male orgasm. So it's a it's a mix so we're going to do this test together and then see how we do, okay? Let's see how good we do, you know what I mean? At yeah. Pussy Church today. And everybody at home, pressure. you know, think about it, you know, make up your own minds before I reveal the, <laughs> the answers. So first question, how long does a woman usually take to orgasm during sex? Five to 10 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. That depends on the skill level. <laughs> I think it also depends on physiology and biology. Let's say the skill is on point, so we, we're not gonna. I think the middle. 10 to 20? Maybe to save the middle. Yeah. yeah. All right. Seems like I, a good average. I think the same because I bet. Yeah. Okay, that's correct. Oh. 10 to 20 Ooh. minutes. Women generally need longer to have an orgasm than men, who take about 7 to 14 minutes. Um, or two minutes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, these are just averages, of course. You may be faster or slower, and it can be different from one time to the next, of course. Of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but course. good job. So I thought it was interesting because I saw this, like, um, I forgot what kind of research this was, but they, they looked at, like, couples and timed them, you know? But I think it was about oral, actually, like how quickly a woman would come with her partner while he's going down mm-hmm. on her. And it was around 13 minutes was like the average oh, really? okay just that so you know put in a good like 15 accurate. 20 <laughs> put in a good 15 or 20 and you'll be good to go well this is also funny because it says during sex right as like we don't yeah. know what that actually entails i would think this is probably more about like oral or or if you are able to come as a woman vaginally 
then this applies to you maybe as well. But I was talking to um, a couple of weeks ago now, or maybe three weeks ago, the sex therapist was on and we were talking about vaginal orgasms. And she said for her personally, but then we were just talking about it, that it takes like a solid like 30 minutes to just be mm-hmm. really penetrated in order to be able to come vaginally. Interesting. So I think it takes a little longer if you just um, have sex, like penetration, I guess. Okay, next question. True or false? Men can't have orgasms unless they ejaculate. That is false. Sounds false. That is false. It is false. false. It's false, baby. It's very good. Having an orgasm and ejaculating are two different things. They usually happen together. For many men, a powerful ejaculation is the best part of an orgasm. Other men keep feeling the orgasm well after they release semen. So this is interesting because I was talking to the Tantra teacher about this and she said, or I noticed already from before that, um, because I, I read her books and everything, that men actually can have multiple orgasms without ejaculating. Okay. It's a practice. Yeah. So you can come and pull back and not, not ejaculate. Ah, happened to me. Might have really? accidentally experienced that. Yeah. <gasps> I did, that did actually happen to me. Oh yeah. my god! I'm like, I'm like, I'm very. I did. I, I just came. Where's all the, you know? I'm like, where's oh, the stuff? Where's the stuff? But uh, yeah. Interesting. Was that with a but, per, with a woman or was that with your by yourself? No, it, it was with a woman. Um, and um, I was like, really? You did? I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like very surprising for the both of us yeah oh, totally because we always connect these two so strong like so tightly right again we, like think it's I, the same I thing. think that's also our the, the visuals of what we get to know like yeah. coming is spritzing and then you're good so yeah no. well i already ruined this question for us but women can have multiple orgasms but men can't true or false that's a complete Ooh. false false Clearly, since we just said this. And here it says, surprise. As surprised, men younger than 30 are more likely than other men to have multiple orgasms. After an orgasm, most men need a rest period before they can get another erection. If he's older, (laughs) it may take a few hours. But if he's younger, he may be up and ready in in a few minutes. Well, I actually think that's exactly not what I was talking about. I'm not talking about like several ejaculations quickly mm-hmm. to like uh, but yeah. more like that you can come without ejaculating and therefore have multiple yeah, yeah. orgasms interestingly enough i stayed hard yeah same yes. after that yes you, you do. St- i stay hard I was like okay and it's like you can't go already it's like yeah you still go <laughs> yes exactly because you this, didn't ejaculate the sh- very intense keep, keep the show too. going keep the show going you know keep the show going. i mean i think it's a great it's it's i mean it's wonderful for you guys you know if you can think about like having multiple orgasms and still have sex, you know, mm-hmm. I mean that's it's a dream. That's a dream come sex true. Is great. <laughs> the future is today. The Seriously? future is now. <laughs> but we apparently, have to practice that. We have to learn how that works. Yes, please do. I mean, I don't exactly know, but I can send you the book that Diana Richardson wrote on the tantra for men. But because there, it's um, it's described, you know, the practice on like how you pull back because you use your pelvic muscle. Mm-hmm. Like right before you think you're gonna ejaculate, apparently you kind of pull back, like you hold back pee or something. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, since I don't have a dick, I have no clue how this would actually feel like. But uh, <laughs> let's let's send us a copy and we'll do a little field research. <laughs> Please we do. Will. We'll for, try that and we'll report back church. next time. Okay, yeah, we'll let's, do that. Let's, that's a lot. I'm sorry. Studies. I'm sorry. We we have to have sex. It's for research purposes. <laughs> Welcome to my life. It's licensed um, pussy church. Oh yeah. Mission. <laughs> Just wear a the missionary. sweater, pussy church. <laughs> yes, oh, licensed pussy church missionary. That's can you hilarious. make us like passes <laughs> <laughs> so you can show the girls the you like sweaters. so actually <laughs> the sweater so you can wear yeah that's true um okay how about um about how many women orgasm from sex alone one half one third one quarter i think it's only a third i would also say that actually hmm i think it's a third max <sighs> yeah i don't like that we keep agreeing <laughs> It's good. It's true. Um, one third. I said the same thing because I know the statistics, right? <laughs> if anyone knows. Like easier. It's 65% of women done your research. cannot and 25 can, right? And here it says, those passionate movie scenes where women reach the pinnacle um, at the perfect time during sex doesn't usually happen in real life. Most women need more than just penetration to get there. To see the f- real fireworks, most women need stimulation of the clitoris as well. Duh. Sometimes the position you use during sex can make the difference. But some women just don't have an orgasm during sex ever, which is completely normal. So just to remember, right, that often... Sorry, gals. Still sad. I know, but it's okay. You can just um, stimulate. You know, it doesn't mean that it doesn't feel good to be penetrated. Of, sure. course. of course. I just hope they're course. being taken care of. Yeah. yeah. Get a man who can do both. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or a well, woman. I don't know. Well, really. I mean, it's fine if, well, you, if you just have to find a man who's looking for your goal, too. Yeah. And, like, I mean, just have, you know, just use a toy or use fingers to, like, get you there while you're having penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's all totally amazing and great. Okay. Next question Men can't fake it. True or false? Utter Whoa. complete bullshit. Ah! can't fake it of course you can fake it of depends on can. your acting skills yeah <laughs> that's hilarious you go to yeah, juilliard you can <laughs> you go to juilliard oh that's hilarious um okay of course they can fake it i mean it's probably easier with the condom um i'm yeah, assuming sure. knowing the information we know today <laughs> It's even easier. You're like, it's no, even I, easier. I just do tantric <laughs> no, I just practices. held it back. <laughs> I just held it back. Oh, that's the classic. <laughs> that's the classic. I'm a tantra teacher. Oh, my um, God. Someone once told me that he faked it and spit on the girl's back because he was hitting it from behind. No. <laughs> yes. He faked no. the ejaculate. <laughs> the fucking disrespect. No. Like, what the what the I fuck? hope it was a joke. I hope that was a joke. I mean, she must have heard this. This is not like how would you be that able must have been a to joke, sell this one? What's it says in here? It may be well, hard in the dark to... and hitting it from behind. You don't know. There's well, I mean, you, everywhere. But you hear the sound of him spitting. We can make a noise like ah. <laughs> And it's, what? It's not Maybe he, he timed it with a slap where he's like slapping uh, at the same time when he's spitting like. Yeah. Then, <laughs> no, I mean. Come and then on. he just go wipe it off quickly. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. It's all over your back. Oh. Why would you use your hands to wipe off? It's so stupid. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry don't about it. Worry Close about your it. eyes. I'm going to get a towel. Close your eyes, honey, real quick. No, no, I got to do stay something. Stay your I will take care of it. Don't look back. Faking is interesting. Here it says about 25% of men say that they sometimes fake it. About half of women say they have faked it before. 
Seems about right. 25%. <laughs> I feel like it's more than 50% of women who have faked it, to be fair. I think it's more men lying on that statistic <laughs> than they care to admit. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you think more than 25% have faked it before? Of course, of course. Really? Well, I don't know. A quarter? Well, like, I mean, what? what's the... I mean, depending, as a man, well, I don't know. Is it? Is did you never little... have like where you were like, I just want to get over it? Of course, yes. I just want to get over with it. Of course, I faked it before. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. How did you fake yeah. it? Well, you just make the noises and the movements. And, and then, then you, you have a out. condom on and then boom, bop, and yeah. you're out of there. And you zip it quickly take the condom well. and throw it's it away. The, yeah, yeah. It's the just good zerp and flurp. Oh, we're going to yeah. like remove that and zerp. <laughs> and then you flurp. Yep. That is hilarious. Did I really use that reference. Yeah. Why? Oh, why did you think you had to fake it? Because <clears throat> I, I'm gonna go first. Because I was, my energy levels were going low. I was like, I cannot go any longer, and I don't want to disappoint. So I'm just gonna, mm. you know, fake that, and I'm gonna make her come afterwards. So boom, everybody wins. This is how I win. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Well, I just kind of faded out, and I didn't feel it anymore. <laughs> So, but I didn't want to explain that or have that. I was also very young. It was my teenage years, you know. Yeah. yeah I would now just like talk through that if that happened to me. I yeah. also don't think it would get that far. But then I just was like, I don't want to. Well, because you don't, don't want to disappoint. Talk about it and think you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to. But I also make it had to deal. sort it myself because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I just knew I was mm. out of it. And, you know, I was like, okay. Yeah, it's okay to I have to unwrap this. Yeah, I think the more and more we talk on this podcast, the less attractive we become for audience. I don't think <laughs> no, I'm so. Kidding. I'm well, just we're, kidding. I'm we're just very kidding. imperfect and very human. I'm just kidding. It's just it was very just... real, you know. I mean, I think from faking, I faked it before. Um, I don't do that anymore. What but situation I th- was it for you? Yeah, it's similar, right? You like just kind of feel like you want to give somebody also the feeling that it's going well or that, you know, you don't want to hurt their ego or yeah. um, also maybe, I mean, if it's really bad, I mean, when I've, I've never faked it when it was like bad, bad, because I think then I don't even have the, the initial, I mean, <laughs> the how am I going to, then I'm only <laughs> fake moaning. Yeah. I'm so confused. Like, I don't think this is going to happen. Like that. going to go from zero to 100. <laughs> from yeah, making that's no just... sound and being weirded out to <laughs> having climaxing real hard. And it would not be healthy for the person giving you bad sex. That's not true. At not all. if you want to make it work. If you want to make it work, you should communicate. Like, look, this is not going this the way it going, should be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's maybe just... try this. Maybe do this. Yeah. Communication. It's yeah, the key component. Come back to it. Communication. Yeah communication communication yeah i think so i mean listen i think it's totally fine if you if you're secure with your partner to be like hey i just something came into my mind or like i today maybe you will just use that tantra thing again you know to be like hey can we make it so that it's not goal oriented so there's no pressure on it because i think there's also if there's pressure on coming especially for girls it's the likelihood that you're coming like declines you know you're just like rapidly yeah, rapidly. Yeah. Rapidly so. But I think there's also pressure to perform as a man. Sometimes Definitely. that drives true. you insane and Very that true. scares you off real quick. So also that. not being goal oriented for a man is also freeing. Like you don't have to be At rock hard from the first second, like <clears throat> kapow. <throat> you just you know and work your way. Yeah, like we it. talked about last time, take time to build that intimacy and that comfort and that confidence and mm-hmm. that desire too. Because like yeah. I, I at least have to know someone to desire them really in that way and be able to experience sex to the full extent of it yeah for sure for sure and i think 
Yeah, I mean, I think we we all live and learn. You know what I mean? You you do things, um, you fake it sometimes, and then you just start. Maybe you should start thinking about like why you did that, um, and then yeah, communicate. Yeah, communicate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And don't. Right and up. I think everybody. And this is really difficult because I do understand that feeling of like you want to give your like your partner pleasure. So if it doesn't work, then it may, might make you feel like sad you know what i mean or like you're not good enough or something so i understand that feeling of it as well that if somebody's like hey i just can't come if we can find a way to not take it as personally yeah man. of course that would help a lot yeah but i, I mean it's that, difficult that I think is, obviously you're gonna take ego out of it ego but you and have communication. to try to take there ego out of it take your ego out and, and communicate really and understand that boom you and know, like it's about comfort and trust and yeah and like take so your time doors. take your yeah. time yeah. with each other there's no rush yeah yeah. Yeah. Don't be goal oriented, like you said. Yeah, like that's beautiful. the best way to actually get that, to the goal, in my opinion, is to I not be goal oriented so. because you just explore each other and you'll get there eventually because you just work yourself way. That is actually yeah, like a really beautiful approach, and I think that should be like the biggest takeaway from all this. Don't yeah. be goal oriented. Try that for a second, and don't listen to that one guy saying that it's <laughs> fake. Well, I think yeah. I think yeah. So I think, but that might work a little better if you communicate that with your partner and be like hey what what if we are not goal oriented tonight and we'll just try you know to be with each mm-hmm. other without any expectations that yeah sounds... just try to enjoy each other in every way shape and form yeah sounds amazing yeah all right next question finding the g-spot means you'll have better sex true or false well is it that simple i mean you still have to know what to do with it <laughs> <laughs> yes it's not like the, the how is it called in indiana jones it's not like <laughs> you found it and boom everything is good i mean i would i mean i guess no. it can help better sex it can but help it's also but it's different for everybody you know like physiology uh, and biology comes into play i'm really curious what the answer here is judged by by the test yeah, but i think too. of course it can make sex better i'll go with yes for why not yeah let's be wrong yeah okay true and that's incorrect. And I did it wrong of as well. <laughs> because the first time, I mean, I did this test yesterday. What's already. the reasoning, though? Yeah, I yeah. really want to know What's the reasoning. The reasoning? So, isn't it interesting, right? Because in my mind, I was also like, well, yeah, it, it'll make sex better. But here it says, the Grafenberg spot, this is the G spot, right? The infamous G spot that may or may not be a super sensitive part inside a woman's vagina hasn't ever been proven. At least one study claims to have found it, but even if it's really there, that doesn't mean a woman would automatically respond to it. Not all women are sensitive in the same ways. If you found it and you like it, then more power to you. But this is, again, like kind of the questioning is weird and we're hanging up on the technicality. Mm. But I think before we even answered the question, we kind of had the right whiff but about it. That also depends on the definition of the G-spot. No? Because yeah. isn't it at least proven, and I'm asking this too, that there's a higher concentration of nerves there? Yes. And that spot just doesn't mean that it is. it works like the infamous g-spot magical no. button that it is made out to be but it is a higher concentration of nerve endings when as far also, as I know. and also yeah that's correct and also um so since the clitoris and i've so- talked about this so much on this podcast it's like is un- like most of it is like an iceberg right it's underneath the skin and the lips and so when you get penetrated as a woman it'll um it'll stimulate this the clitoris all these nerves from the inside 
And so the G spot mm -hmm. is the spot mm -hmm. where that is the most sensitive, right? Where the clitoris. But still, everything is stimulated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but that's that's part of the theory of like how okay, nerves are stimulated. So really, even if you come vaginally, the theory goes you come because the stimula uh, the stimulation of the clitoris from the inside. Mm -hmm. mm. So that's that's mm -hmm. one one mm. way of going. Um, okay. Well, let's see. If you find the G spot, have fun with it. I mean, I've more power to you. I feel like I feel there is a. There is an area inside of my vagina that's a lot more sensitive and when that's hit i feel it so i think whatever that spot is if you want to call it the g spot if you just want to say it's a sensitive place in my vagina who cares really about the terminology <laughs> but it's true clearly. Yeah, absolutely if you find a good spot keep rubbing it <laughs> yes amen that is a amen <laughs> okay next question if a man masturbates too much he won't be able to have an orgasm during sex I mean, okay, that is just zero context with that. Like, There's what is no, too much? You what? can literally probably masturbate to, to five minutes beforehand you... and still be like kapow. That's, but also, uh... you can you could literally masturbate until physical exhaustion Sorry. and failure. So I think that's false. Yes, if... it is. <laughs> it's false. There's no such thing as too much masturbation. Not really. As long as it doesn't get in the way of your daily life, it can't physically hurt you. Masturbation helps some people learn about orgasms and it doesn't prevent a guy from having one during sex. Clearly, I mean, say, same with women, right? Like I think a lot of people say or have this like also with sex toys. A lot of women even think that, that when they use a lot of sex toys, they become less sensitive to touch, right? But it's actually not true because nerves work differently. If they were stimulated more, mm -hmm. they actually become more sensitive in general. Mm -hmm. And you become more in touch with yourself because you explore yourself and you figure, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and you, <laughs> smart. Or with someone else. You know. <laughs> uh, but, you, but you figure yourself out more. And I think that is in all more... Uh, more important you know like For use sure. the toys to figure out what you like and then even when your partner comes along it's like hey maybe try doing it like like this and then you can you know mm -hmm. you grow yeah. and you learn or explore together also literally oh, yeah. also fun <laughs> grow <laughs> together <laughs> yeah not also like literally the, not like with the trees <laughs> not like <laughs> the trees orgasm can add years to your life true or false true true because it makes you happy it not just only <laughs> makes you happy it, the hormones that are no, released the happy hormones and but also the cardiovascular exercise longer yeah very true it's science some large studies have shown that both men and women who have orgasm often live longer than those who don't there we go um next one a woman can have an orgasm and not know it hmm Hmm. Sounds plausible. That sounds plausible, but since we're both not women, we're going to look at you deep into your eyes and... See if you're having an orgasm right now that you don't know about. <laughs> I wish. I mean, it's kind of a waste, no? But um, yes, it is true. Um, you See. can have an orgasm and not know it. Sweating, panting, moaning, body vibrations, they're classic signs of an orgasm. But orgasms can be milder too. Instead of feeling a volcanic eruption, you may just reach a peak of arousal and then feel relaxed and content. Focus mm. on what do you uh, focus on what you feel and enjoy it. So I, I mean, there's also women. I mean, they know that, but there's like orgasms you get just from exercising, 
you orgasm in your sleep sometimes, right? Like mm-hmm. men do. But I do think that, especially with the female orgasm, there's so many different kinds and like, it's very difficult to just give it one, you know, description because you really like mm-hmm. a waving, right? <clears throat> like maybe you'll have like a small one, you go down again, you have a bigger one, a couple small ones. So you just, all the sensation, um, it's not so um, one directional, you know? And I think that's why it um, is a little bit different than the male orgasm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not, because if you can come without ejaculating, it's actually a similar situation. Yeah, but I do. I think I would know if it's like all of a sudden I'm, I'm exercising. Oh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think I would not not know. You know what I mean? And also, yeah. we get boners usually when we orgasm or before yeah. we orgasm. So it's kind of hard not that. to like if you <laughs> not know if I you mean, have yeah, a boner. Hopefully, you'll notice that. I'm oh, so God. sorry, my guy, but. Yeah. Uh, well, I think yeah. you're actually kind of right because I was thinking about this too for women. I mean, I think it's an interesting thing for me because how am I to know if I have one or not? You know, I was just talking about the intensity so that that differs, but just Some that I, that just I don't know what in touch all? with themselves. Yeah. Some people are just not in it touch with weird, them. Sounds weird, but plausible. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like I said. It but again, kind of sound plausible, you know. We're yeah, still I think, in the right here I think by it, that quiz. I think I might I think it might more relate to the fact that um you have sensations that you don't label an orgasm, but they are one. I think it's more like that and not like you mm-hmm. don't feel anything yeah. and you just came. That's what I, I think. I think it's too. more about the labeling. Probably. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. But uh, again, yeah. it's, uh, we're hanging up on a technicality, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's true. Okay, next question. Condoms can affect a guy's orgasm. True or false? Well, quite literally, oh, they save you from <laughs> ejaculating into something other than the condom. So technically, yes. But I don't think that um, it's a bullshit excuse to not wear condoms. Oh, I feel the. Yes, it feels different, but you can still come. So shut the fuck up about it and be safe. Well, no, they don't because this is also advertising. This is agenda based. So it will be. It's to tell people you can use condoms and it will not affect you. And everybody who's saying that is bullshit. Yeah. Well, it obviously affects. Of course it does. But again, you can come. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. It just. So safe sex people. Yeah, I mean the answer is it's true. It can affect a guy's orgasm, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be wearing a condom. It just means clearly <laughs> the sensations are different, right? So we're not going to lie about that and pretend like it's the same. I'm glad we're not, not lying about that because there's but a lot there's of lying about that. But there's some amazing condoms that feel <laughs> really is. good. Yeah, some very sensitive ones. But the sensation is still different. It just is, and also the whole process is then different. Of course, there's there's this little awkward moment, like hold on. Yeah, no, I'm not 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 saying that you shouldn't use condoms. I'm just saying there is a major difference. Of course, yeah, of course there is for us too. But you know, Um, okay. And now, last but not least, last question: You can have an orgasm from anal sex. True or false? True. True. For men and women, very true. Because we very already discussed true. this once. Oh, have I you think... tried since last time? Yeah. <laughs> so that why you know? No, oh yeah. I didn't try it. I, oh, I forgot to try. Any whoms, um Yeah. <laughs> Don't switch yes. the topic. You still it's to try. Oh, I was trying anal. That's hilarious. He it's just totally wants to true. Fuck me. <laughs> it's totally true as we talked about it so many times the prostate um for men can be stimulated through the anus 
and it's very sensitive and it can make you come easily and for women too not all women but some women because of the nerve endings in the anus can orgasm from that mm -hmm. spot as well beautiful so it's a beautiful thing this is our now we're getting beautiful. our results 91 percent correct we had one wrong Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty Apparently good. We know our shit. Slightly disappointed. Apparently we know our <laughs> shit. That's true. And if anything was news to you, you learned something today. Exactly. This is why this podcast Yay. is for you know what this podcast is for. To also learn things. Because exactly. this is this is a subject so. where we learn so little about. And I you know, even I mean, I didn't know much about sex when I was a teenager. You just think you have it and you're trying to talk about it a little bit, but really later on i just started studying it more because it interested me that we got so little information on it so whatever you learn now that's as valuable you know very yes. true And now we're going to go to our worship section and worship is erotic art. And today, um, so I read an article by Marie Claire in the UK um, about a new commercial that came out from Body Shop um, titled Self Love, I think. And in the commercial, you see three girls and like things happen to them. They're bullied online or um, it's not going well on a dating app. And then they do things to generate self-love for themselves right i think one's playing music or whatever and then one it's kind of implicated that she's masturbating at the end um and it kind of created this like controversy and uproar in the uk about seeing a woman masturbate in a commercial basically um which is i showed you the commercial <laughs> what do you think <laughs> I think it's it's ridiculous that stuff like that still creates uproars. I really want to go into a rant right now because it's just stupid. <laughs> it's 2021 and everybody's advocating self-love and you have to accept all bodies and all these things that are beautiful, but only if it's PG-13. Mm -hmm. If it goes beyond this this threshold of, oh my God, we're seeing something that is not even explicitly sexual, but just a little like hinted sexuality. It's like, no, we cannot show that. What are the younglings going to think? What the fuck is... Oh. Well, they're all doing it anyways. This is like the funny yeah, uh, this is, thing about this is, it, this you know? Is just, this is just creating a bubble of unhealthy relationship towards sex. Yes. Because yes, it, it has to be hidden. We don't have to talk about it. women masturbating. That's not a topic we should talk about. What the fuck? Well, what the funny thing Ow. is, what this really sparked in me. So really what you see in the com in the commercial is just her lying on bed fully dressed <laughs> and kind of starting touching herself like on her body, not even on her pussy or anything. And I was thinking about this. I was like, first of all, what are you saying? Obviously, the way that um, sex is, um, oh, especially when it's about like women maybe masturbating, right? This is not for a man. Right, that's for her and then we can't show that this is actually happening or that this is healthy and we still have it in this like box of shame in our you know in our society and then i was thinking about commercials and sexuality in general yeah. because it made me you know i mean we think of us like okay but we we are 
overly sexualized in our society with commercials and stuff, right? Um, and commercials are so, like, it's okay to see a woman half naked, like, basically humping a car, <laughs> so you buy it. <laughs> but then if she's just touching her T-shirt and it's indicated that she's masturbating, it's, like, a complete disaster. It just showcases the, the let's say, uh, very broad um, diversity in in top level executive <laughs> decision making places because that just sorry to say that but that just seems like the old men old white men making commercials oh, we, we, we gotta see some 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 titties and then we sell cars yes very good let's show a 13 year old masturbating oh no we cannot do this what will the children think Shut the f no. I know it's so crazy. This and then I sent you all this. So I Googled or I researched all these um, sexy quote unquote commercials. And actually, funny enough, there was this one list that some ad executives made about like their favorite co like sexy commercials. And I was like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Everything we see is nude women or not even nude. It's like women doing sexual things with products. <laughs> and, we, and none of them are actually sexy. It's just that's true. They're, they're now let's talk. Let's grotesque. talk about a the couple. The food ones are so weird. They're so bad. The like, only thing that was actually a little bit interesting was the the the. I don't know how to pronounce. I'm gonna butcher the the French water. Oh, that was Perrier. the only one. Perrier, because yeah. because I think that's that was the only one that was a little funny. That, that was, was clever. I love it was that clever one. and it was funny. That yeah, was so this is a commercial yeah. from the seventies, right? From um yeah, French but the seventies were a different era. Apparently. I know, I know. It's so different. So you see um a small Perrier uh, Perrier water and this woman is basically giving it a hand shop and it becomes big <laughs> because this was the release of the bigger bottles. Um, and so the bottle like grows. It was literally the release of the bigger bottle. Yep. Uh, literally. At the end of the commercial, it does release. <laughs> and bubbles come up and the fucking bottle explodes. Yeah, it was a spray. Um, the, bottle uh, the bottle comes, basically. And I think that yeah. one is actually one where I'm like, okay, this is witty. That's funny. I think this is even where sex sells could like make sense to me. Because, because you get a, get a yeah. giggle out of it. And, and yeah. I, I, think, I think it's weird how little people actually understand how funny sex can be yes i think yes. that's that's a, such an overlooked thing even in even in in the good sexy commercials are those that are funny the ones that are forcefully sexy like what was the jeune provocateur the the one with kylie minot where she's like basically dry humping this electronical bull <laughs> and then horrible. asks the audience to stand up which is very cringeworthy those i don't think that's funny or clever those you know? are absurd also, it's also but not I really sexy think, no no it's does, not no. Because, but i also wanted to say what i think is what makes a good sexy commercial is being suggestive like yeah. you gotta mm. leave something for fantasy how like that's what makes things sexy in general yeah just yes. blasting shit in your face is not sexy like you gotta leave something for the imagination yeah i don't want to see Paris so that's why the jalapenos the Perrier one was While good because of that. Washing like, a I, car. I, don't, I don't need a half naked girl eating a burger. Like that's just weird. That's just weird. Like so that's strange. not the entire to eat a burger in. Well, I didn't so I didn't weird. I didn't even show you guys there's another one with Kate Upton, um, where she's also like 
basically undressing while she's eating this fucking burger. And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> I think the sex sells. Also, I, I um, read this article in Psychology Today about um, research done within within that realm, right? Because, yeah, the, the idea of sex sells comes from the 70s um, where they just used, which is really interesting, there's something about obviously sex that attracts the human, you know, attention. <laughs> so mm -hmm. they, the thought process is that that will, that attention will go over into sales. But apparently in the study made in 2009, they show that it mm -hmm. actually didn't really correlate as much, especially women being pretty turned off. And also men not wanting to buy the product, actually. Like the product love didn't, wasn't generated because, right? You can watch something yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, maybe you find that sexy. I don't know. But nobody is actually going to Carl's Jr. to buy a burger because Paris Hilton was dry humping or was like washing a car and like having an orgasm. Yeah, that was no, just ridiculous. I, I definitely you know, would. You know I what, wouldn't like the association even. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> what commercials are really sexy is those perfume ones. They're very Ooh. suggestive. They're well filmed. They're they're gorgeous people just being, like you know, like close to each other, like you know, being like have, building up tension. That is yes. sexy. Yeah, that that's is something sexy. where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm curious. I want to understand that smell, but. There was also there was these axe commercials. Can you remember those? Like uh, in the early two thousands, where like you mm -hmm. basically body sprayed yourself with axe, and women would fly to you. Like those were <laughs> those were kind of funny. You know they what were I mean? Kind of yeah. funny. Those like, were kind of funny, and they were over the top. You cannot make those. But they today. weren't over the top sexualized. They were exactly. just funny. They were just funny, and and not all, I guess. But yeah. but uh, I think advertising is 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 such a. I, I can I, I can speak a little bit from experience since I'm you know I'm 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 in in design and as a graphic designer, most of the time when there's good ideas that could actually work and that are brought out there is when you actually let some of the creatives creatives work you know mm -hmm. like when when they like daring and create commercials that are different is always when you let the creatives work. The problem always starts when executives come in. When like then when like like brand managers from companies come in and are like you know no 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 we gotta we gotta make it more sexy let's get Paris Hilton in that commercial and you're like why would you why would we need Paris Hilton there was already a blonde woman washing <laughs> that goddamn car all of a sudden the barn doors open up in the middle of the Texan heat Paris Hilton steps out of her car in like barely what's a bikini was like you'll miss the spot and needs a fucking jalapeno off the fucking hood of the car. That does not sound like a creative agency's work. That sounds like an executive. Like, you know, we got to get more White sex in this and this. We got <laughs> to have Paris Hilton. Well, and so but there's no subtlety yeah, in any of this. No, no it's totally no. true. Yeah. I mean, I subtlety think, is sexy. Yeah, and I think there's something about, like, for example, what I thought was, if we talk about a little bit of funny, I think that um, Coke commercial, the Diet Coke commercial from like, I think the mid-90s or something. Yeah. Um, it shows like women in office going to a window to see a construction worker take off his shirt and drink a Coca-Cola. Um, at least there's like something kind of funny and a reversal in this, right? Especially for 94. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think there there's one that I think is so bizarre. And I think... For example, the Paris Hilton one was banned from the Super Bowl, right? That was supposed to be a Super Bowl commercial. It was banned. And then there's another commercial that was banned from the Super Bowl from PETA. 
And I oh, think yeah, with the you've seen that. Okay, so there's yeah, a, there's a yeah. couple of commercials that they did. I only showed you one. But the first one, what happens in the first one that I sent you? <laughs> oh, did I stop? What What did you say? I did. What happened? The girl with the broccoli. <laughs> what happened what happened in that commercial <laughs> oh yeah Explain she basically it. rubbed the broccoli all over herself <laughs> and, and got, oil yeah and olive oil i think oil and, got, and broccoli and got sexually turned on by it and it basically just stated vegetarians fuck better peter how <laughs> well, what do you mean i'm fucking broccoli sex. like a term vegetarian and i'm gonna rub myself with broccoli and it's gonna arouse me it's so funny. They also did another commercial where it's a split screen. On a one side, there's a couple fucking. On two sides, there's two couples fucking. Yeah, um, and one says these are vegans, and the other ones are meat eaters. And like, kind of, I don't know, maybe thirty seconds in or something, the meat eater couple like he comes and it's over or whatever. And then the other, the vegan couple, just keeps on fucking. And then the guy from the meat eater couple goes downstairs he leaves the house and like a fridge falls on his head what what the f <laughs> what? so these commercials are so these... bizarre and also i don't know they why are... i would go ahead and donate to PETA after i see something like this it's very discriminative True. but it's and it's it's i don't know it's just it's just well stupid. also is it, is it just trying to be provocative in order to have a viral video or a commercial oh, that everyone yeah. talks about. I think, it, I think there was a trend for a while. Just like, yeah, the hunt for value, virality. Basically. The hunt for virality was yeah. a trend. Everybody tried to make the next viral hit. Like it was barely anything was about the product anymore. It was just about the commercial and it people being, talking yeah. about it. We're talking viral. about it. You know, we're it, talking it, about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think. But the, I mean, it was yeah. sex sells. I mean, I just this also. I mean, there. There's commercials now. There's this one commercial that came out, but it's for a sex shop, obviously. Um, actually, in Germany, I think. It, all you see is like all these um, images of things that could look like a pussy, you know? And it's like really well done and like funny and cute. And I think this is actually what they were saying in Psychology Today. They were saying that sexual ads that actually sell you something sexual, right? Like, for example, mm -hmm. a sex store. <laughs> a sex shop making well, a commercial that that actually works pretty well but if it's sexual with a product that has no sexuality within itself right then it doesn't actually translate and i thought that was super interesting that people that we have this misconception that a new like a naked body will sell a burger <laughs> where i don't think we have this misconception i don't think it's yeah, us it makes total sense i don't I think. and i don't think it's us the customers again i'm gonna like gonna ride this really hard i think this is something that comes from an upper level of people that are completely out of touch with actual the actual people i know no one and maybe i'm in a bubble that thinks anything like that is a sexy commercial yeah yeah that's interesting yeah i wonder did you, did you guys watch the um 1973 spot with Farrah fawcett with the shaving gel yeah. with the, i'm gonna yeah. put cream on your face no, he said he's gonna, I'm get, gonna creamed. get creamed. Like that, 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 I'm gonna get creamed. I mean, you do you, my man. But uh, I mean, hopefully you'll get creamed. That was awkward. That was weird. So awkward. Yeah. No, I mean, in retrospective, I mean, obviously it's the '70s. It, this must have and been like a Then he tells her scandalous. you have good hands. I know. What did he tell her? You got beautiful. You got two good hands on you, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. 
that and you're just that like that just oh, sounds like is... sexual assault basically <laughs> it was the 70s was, though so oh man i mean it was the 70s that was the, that was the go-to you got thing some go-to hands I mean, it's so cringy Jesus. but like for me i mean at least this is like halfway funny now in retrospective to watch it you know what i mean because it's so bizarre in that retrospect like, but at the time yeah, i'm gonna I mean, get creamed well this is but this must have been like a really successful commercial you know i mean i guess like closing words um which one did you find the most bizarre like for you personally and the trees the trees bizarre. oh yeah which one was the Honestly, trees for the, the greenpeace one the greenpeace forest one. Love. Oh, the forest love oh the forest love okay let's talk yeah. about the forest love really quick you explain it. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. It's basically leaves making out with each other and then tree holes being penetrated. And It is so you know. funny. And it's not animated. It's, you... No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like someone actually... shaking a tree and sticking like logs into Oh, yeah, moaning in the background, obviously, with, with, a, with put... a climax in there when the oh tree God. hole is being penetrated. Yeah, and you just, and you just, you just hear you just hear people like moaning in the background or whatever. Yeah. It's like such weird, like, um, I don't know, forest porn or something. It's like a minute long it's not like a short thing like they do warm you up they like also where did they each other there's like where did they even play this vaginas you know what i mean where did they even play this commercial probably on their website yeah i think this is not not for tv commercial this is not made for tv movie again (laughs) with the non-profits making the weirdest fucking commercials sexualizing that's when the creatives get working that that's when they're like we cannot pay you anything but (laughs) Let's make that's us when a they let the creative people work. <laughs> Go to the and that's park. when the creative uh, agencies are giving it off to the interns other. and they're like, well, fuck it. I might just make some trees fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nuts. That to was me. bizarre, though. I mean, I wonder. Although, to so... me, the most bizarre one was the half naked girls eating burgers. I, I really yeah. don't. Yep, this, I really this, find it's it bizarre. Out of like, it's bizarre. out of context. I think it's nearly just... embarrassing. I thought, like, even oh, yeah, for, it's for, the, it's for the actresses, I was like, Jesus, like, it's nice to yeah. see a beautiful woman, right? Like, um, Patma Lakshmi. Is that what her name is? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck is it? But she, she, something like that. She's undressing while eating a fucking, like, thickness burger or however they call it's really weird it's just like very it's strange so right and then i think um i wonder if we are kind of going away from from like sex cells but we probably are not no well i think we're being more subtle about it no? yeah like we're being more, definitely more subtle because, because also with everything that's been happening today more people are involved and they're closer to to the people because in contrast to before where it was really very narrow-minded people steering whatever commercials are jesus yeah yeah but i think it it will never fully go away to be quite honest but because it is something that attracts the human attention so strongly right sex is i mean we're doing a sex podcast right now clearly it's something that people are interested in right to like think about to see and porn is so flashy and so addictive right to people because it kind of triggers that really elementary like instinctual part of us yeah that, that, yeah but still you know it, it's it's um i think it'd be better well, if we'd have something like body shop you know what i mean it'd be better to have to see a person basically you know 
self-loving themselves exactly and that's that's the whole point make it real make it again and that's why i think why i think the funniness of this of funny sex commercials speak to me because i understood like uh, sex is funny sometimes and if you cannot laugh in bed it's you're doing something wrong i guess because it it, of course it can be a very vulnerable space too but also super funny one yeah i think so too and it, it, it'll as soon as there is like some levity and humor in it, it will make it easier for people to connect and not to um, put it into even into the shame space. Right. And I think if you see this yeah. like gorgeous woman eating a burger, who is connecting? Right. Like nobody. Like mm. maybe you want to fuck her, but you're not going to buy the burger. Or as a woman, you're just like, well, I, am I supposed to be this? This is ridiculous, you know? And that's what I was thinking. Like, sex is always going to catch your attention, but then it depends on what you do with that as a someone making a commercial totally. advertisement. And, and, I know, do, and I do think we're so over-sexualized in our society that people also get kind of um, numb. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The numbness is real. And that's right? probably why being suggestive helps because it involves you. Like, yeah. Not being yes. in your yeah. face and being suggestive. Right on. And, you know... You, and you it, fill out the blanks. Yeah, you it activates, yeah, your, it activates your fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's make a, a Pussy Church commercial that's subtle. The dice, your dice is commercial, already. isn't that like very subtle and still very sexy? Well, thank you. Yeah, I did make a little commercial. That's true. And it was um, very subtle. There was not a lot of like, no. you know, showing off or whatever. And 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 just suggestive hands can be so hot, you know. I just wanted to say something that is maybe weird, but I do think that like sex scenes in movies that are like super emotional and you don't see much sometimes are a bigger turn on than than uh, actual porn. Totally, I think mm-hmm. the tension is exactly what you were talking about earlier. That's get that gets you going. And I yeah, think, you start yeah. to like yeah. imagine you can put yourself much more into that space because yeah. you don't have all the visual clues than porn. Porn takes me out sometimes. I'm sometimes like, what the fuck did you just do? Oh, God. No, also, I find it so gross <laughs> when, you t- when you open moments. up the page and there's all these other like weird commercials, you know, the webcam commercials um, when oh, you open yeah. up a porn page. And then she's like come over and like whatever it's just so oh, gross God. and i'm always yeah. like ooh, you know like for a second i'm like close don't your you eyes want some of that no i really no, don't i really don't i really, <laughs> really don't pineapples can i, pineapples. Can I just sketch in my video where like a woman is being licked you know what i mean i just don't want to see this yeah. um but even, nobody want to see that <laughs> no but i think that's true i mean i think same thing goes for erotica right i mean i don't want to toot my own horn here and it's but i think this is why it's so appealing to me and why i like writing it because there's something about reading or listening to audio or seeing just an image that's um giving you just a hint of something that yeah. like you said mm-hmm. involves you makes it so you can imagine yourself in the situation and therefore, it includes a, a real human. Yeah. yeah. But I'm very it... glad that I'm not the only one thinking about that with the movies because those sex scenes from the 90s and the early 2000s, you know, in the movies where every movie had a sex scene that was like yeah, yeah, weirdly yeah. emotional. You, I was always like, mm, oh, oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Karma and Electra what or whatnot. 
Is that what you're craving secretly? No. Some close ah! emotional sex. Can we stop making this about me again? <laughs> Let's go deeper, baby. Well, Let's we can. No, I just think that's visually more appealing. I literally think that that is the, the, well, the visually whole... and mentally, like you explained. Yeah, of course. It is more mentally, of, yeah, clearly. mentally more. But I'm glad that, that, I'm, that we're all on the same page because yeah. because yeah, but but maybe we're in a bubble. Maybe other people are like, oh no, I want to see dick and pussy. Like, bam, bam, let's go. Well, I that, mean, I'm I think sure. Is partially there's... being numb to it. Oh, yeah, the numbness that doesn't help. Well, that doesn't help, especially when it translates then into the bedroom, right? Because if mm -hmm. this numbness actually involves or it kind of affects people's sex lives drastically, because then oh, you are does. having sex. I mean, we even have people right into the podcast that we're talking about, like, hey, I watch porn, a lot of porn, and then I have sex with this girl. This one guy wrote in once. And I just, I think it's like too real. Like, it doesn't make me come. I can't come because I'm just like, it's not like in the, in porn. And I think when it happens, when it starts happening like that, um, mm -hmm. you gotta lay off that porn. Oh, you do. Well, that's being completely desensitized to everything because, yes. like, everything you want is available at one click. I mean, like we yeah. had that topic before and that yeah. makes you sick like just being yeah. able to have anal interracial have whatever you want that just whenever you want it yeah you what can just literally pull out step? your phone and fulfill whatever fantasy you have in this second and then real life just doesn't really but also is that, really, is that really your fantasy no, it's not. No, but then what I'm saying, it desensitizes you. Yeah, I'm saying like you just want to mimic that. Become numb to it. You think that that's normal because you made it your norm instead of yes. connecting in real life. Yeah, yeah. You forget how that works. Yeah, and and just what I wanted to say that the best the best sex I have is always when I was not watching porn maybe for like a week because I was busy doing this and busy doing that, and then all of a sudden you have a real person in front of you, and nothing is hotter than that. But sometimes when you like masturbate in the morning to some porn and then at, at night you like have sex, it's like, eh. you know what I mean? Or is it just yeah, me? Yeah, it could be like, I, no, I don't okay. watch it that it much. Happen. But for me, for me, it's just like, it's like fast food porn is. Oh, yeah. Right. That's for me, good, like it, that's it a good analogy. Very true. For me, like I can come really fast when I see it because I feel like it triggers just something in my brain or in my, I don't know, deep instinctual you know makeup that it's just like it triggers and i can come really fast and it just but i come without it being like a full-on orgasm that it's mm -hmm. like i just come like fast food i'm like this is a quick satisfaction and then when i have sex with somebody that i'm maybe even in love with or even if i'm not you know what i mean or i really deeply appreciate that person i'm really in the moment and there with a the person and i have a moment to you know, open up and receive and give back. It's like not even that would be like a five course, you know, meal. That soul like, food. You just yes. created the best commercial for a very high quality restaurant. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Exec executive executives, listen, listen up. <laughs> Now we're gonna go to confessions. Confessions. And confessions are questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. And so we're gonna start here. 
a guy wrote, I love listening to podcasts about non-monogamy, but I'm not sure how to tell my wife. What, wait, did he say he loves listening to podcasts about non-monogamy? Yeah. It sounds like more like he, he likes He likes the idea of it. And he just, yeah. he just doesn't want to bring he, it up to wife. Yeah, well. I'm going to, we preach this all the time. It's the seventh time we do this. Communication. Like, uh, of course, there's a way to go about this and not just blurt in, I want a non-monogamous relationship. That's not going to work. But just talk about that. You heard yeah. something on the podcast. It sparked your interest. What is her thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. And yeah. just get to like understand what she's what she thinks about it, and not just assume that it's gonna be a terrible conversation because now you're thinking about it. Yeah, my opinion. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. Think, yeah, and I like, mean, like you said, don't go too deep. Just like start talking about yeah. the topic, and you'll find out what your wife's thoughts playful, are about that. You know, be playful about it. I mean, I think in general. Uh, you can watch a movie about it as well. I mean, you can watch a documentary about polyamory with your partner. I mean, maybe don't be too heavy handed depending on like it's it is a sensitive subject. If you think that your wife or your partner is not really open to it, you know, but you don't know until you say it. Same time, like you said, you don't have to like go in full force and be like, OK, so now I want to fuck other people. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like, like raise the topic. Yeah. yeah. And maybe we'll listening to a podcast like. or watching a movie together after you've talked a little bit would be interesting just to, you know, to yeah. see how the other person feels about it. And if your partner says categorically, like, I definitely not into that. Also know that you'll have to accept that, you know, as their yeah. boundary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. But oh, what if what absolutely. if she's what if she's also intrigued, you know? Then you Absolutely. unlock the new yeah. life skill. You have to find <laughs> and maybe out. Maybe a new lifestyle. <laughs> Depending. You have to try to find out. Yeah, for sure. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really had this. Like, um, I was asked um, if I would want to have an open relationship, or if not with somebody, but if I'd be interested in something like that as like just a talking point by several partners actually. And for me, I, I have a lot of friends who are polyamorous and like are in like polyamorous communities or have op or have tried open relationships and failed or not failed, whatever. Um, I just always say, you know, polyamory is for some people like monogamy is for some people. You just yeah. have to yeah, figure out what your cool. needs are. And for example, for me personally, if I'm really in love, I'd rather have a monogamous relationship because I feel safer in that. And I feel like I can emotionally connect deeper if we are in a sexually monogamous relationship. But that's just yeah, personally cool. for I me. Agree with that. Yeah, and people Everybody are different. To find that, that's own, fine for people to be different. They have to that's find out need their to own preference and yeah. their own taste and yeah. things. Yeah. To find the things in life. All right. Next one is from a woman, and it's kind of a, a confession. Okay. She writes, I'm a tour guide. Most of my clients are foreigners, European mostly. I had sex with um, a Spanish client once, but now I'm married to a four-incher and I miss the longer dick of my client from Uruguay. <laughs> she had sex with a lot of people on this tour. <laughs> Apparently. Okay, there's wow. a couple things to unpack here. So she's a tour guide who fucks um, tourists sometimes when she sees somebody hot, which I think is yeah. a porn plot nearly. 
Um, <laughs> or like a, it could Living be a life. really hot erotic story, you know? The tour it guide. Is. It is, actually. Right? The sexy tour guide. The sexy tour is. guide. We're witness to it. I mean, how would that even work? I have a tour guide. Well, you'll just like hang out after. You're probably not going to do it during the tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but you, she's going to be like, well, there I might can be. show you a coffee place that I haven't shown anybody. Oh, There's like bar tours. I show you this ruin at the outskirts of the city. <laughs> and maybe you can ruin me there. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, second part of this is she's married to somebody with a, a penis that's four inches long. And now she misses somebody with a longer dick. Um, hmm. Well, it depends That's a little a bit. One. That is a tough one. That is a tough one. What is that he is doing with his one. dick? You know, like. Um, um, can he please you? Apparently not. And again, we talked about this, uh, that maybe he can do other things that could please you. But if you're missing something. That's gonna be very well, hard to re- be something reproduced. Something specific, its size. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard to be reproducible with. No, definitely. You don't have to. I think that's that's the that's the wrong approach. It's a little bit like when you become vegan and you eat f- fake cheese and you think it's gonna taste like real cheese. It will not ever taste like real cheese because it isn't. So the only thing you can do is start appreciating the taste of almond cheese. <laughs> And like it, <laughs> like it for its for its own flavor. You, you with know? your analogies today, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, all food based. I don't know what's Learn to have fun Am with I your hungry? four inches. I think you're hungry. Oh, what you time is be. it now? <laughs> it is noon at Pussy Church. No, um, I think that's kind of the way to go. I think find different ways of enjoying um, your sexual relationship with whatever is, you know, being offered or like find different ways to work together with toys or yeah, exactly. um, other sexual practices or whatever. If, you know, if that's something that doesn't feel as satisfying, the penetration with it, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah Communication. Find yeah. ways to have fun with that. I mean, that's a Just difficult one. I mean, to be like, hey, your dick is really small. Yeah, but communicate that you want to I mean, try they, more they went things. through all the trouble to get married and everything. So, yeah, well, the trouble. They might have had some conversations beforehand. Probably. Absolutely. No, yeah, but I think definitely just expand on lovemaking with that person and that you're married mm-hmm. to and find different ways of appreciating what they're what they're good at what you like about them and how you two work together exactly very much so and worst case their surgery (laughs) (laughs) what penis elongation or one of those pumps Um, oh please don't that's hilarious gonna hurt yourself okay we have several more but we're running low on time so we're only going to do one more confession for today the next ones we'll answer next time so whoever sent stuff in and didn't hear their question today next time it will be your time to shine here is the last um confessions for today and he says had scent of squirt in my car for a month after um making love to her it reminds me how much i miss her well then it must have been a good scent yeah so I, i was thinking about scent the other day you know i um I had sex. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh in, what a surprise. In, what a surprise in the morning. And I went outside to grab a coffee without taking a shower. And I was just feeling I smelled like him so strongly, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was sitting in this coffee. 
I know. I people was thinking. Know. You think so? People I was, know. I, I was in the people coffee know. shop and I was like, can people smell me or him <laughs> on me? Or like, is the smell of sex the like whole so aura. strong? It's the aura. When you see someone like, ah, they've been ravaged. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. But Just the smell radiating. of sex is a real thing, you know? It, it, is. it is. But I think it's. Beautiful. I think um, the people that had sex, those two people, they're the ones who I think like feel it the most intensely yeah of course. i don't think Hopefully. that uh, i don't think <laughs> that outside like, people are gonna no, be like i know what you mean I know oh you mean. that's johnson's dick oh, i don't you think know. they <laughs> even know that you had sex <laughs> if someone recognizes like a sex by the scent on the streets i do think they had sex with that person that's all i'm saying uh, yeah but there is also like a, there's also <laughs> a non so non-specific um smell that it just smells like sex you can that smell even after you have sex you can smell that smell in the air right of like what sex yeah. smells yeah like. true yeah. um so if you have that with a person right like you have them still on your skin and you smell like them i think that is such a sexy and romantic thing nearly you know or if you can still smell her in your bed afterwards yeah, I, wrote, yeah, really I wrote stuff That's about hot. that it's so i really i'm really into smells and scents I, filthy fuck i am a filthy <laughs> fuck i really am i remember specific smells of specific areas and they're done very dear to my heart <laughs> and i remember them because you only can have one association with that smell it is that amazing area you're talking about. i was talking about, yeah you know? and like, we it heard has today smell it makes you think of cheeseburgers. What? No, it absolutely does not. It does not. According to big executives. Oh, God. Jesus. Um, yes, cheeses. Yes. Thank God I haven't had any Multiple like cheeses yeah. on burgers. No, but I think the smell of a person, especially if you're emotionally connected, is like such a strong, um, not just like source. It's a big part. Yeah, not just for desire, Very. but also for emotional connection and like dreaming Very. and fantasy and lovemaking. Oh, people. Intimacy. intimacy. All sorts of intimacy. Exactly. Yeah. Smells are very intimate because you got to yeah. get close to smell them. I know, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, you guys. Or if not, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're too far away to smell them, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, if they smell from far away, you have a problem too. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's well, all of you um, who are listening, go out today or this week and smell somebody. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you for Thanks inviting for us. Having again. us. Thanks for having us. Such a pleasure. I love you guys. Thank you. And love you too. to have everybody listening. Have a blessed Sunday. Yes. Have a blessed Sunday. Amen. And have a blast. Thanks on for Sunday. coming to church. Ah, have a <laughs> blast. Visit Pussy We're going to get creamed on. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church podcast. And please check out my interview show, Pillow Talk, with our most recent guest, Diana Richardson, now. If you like today's show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing, too. See you next Sunday.